A new law sets the stage for a larger health care workforce at the Veterans Affairs Department. The Honoring Our Pact Act gives VA the resources it needs to staff up its health care workforce to treat post-9-11 combat veterans exposed to toxic burn pits during their military service. President Joe Biden says VA will be able to move much more quickly now to determine a veteran's illness and related military service. For a look on what this all means for VA employees, Federal News Network's Jory Heckman is here to talk more about it. Hey, Jory. Hey, Jared. So uh, broadly, what's what's this bill mean for veterans? It's really hard to overstate just how much this means for veterans. This is something that the VA is calling the largest health care and benefit expansion in the agency's history up until the 1991 Asian Orange Act when they did a similar thing for Vietnam-era veterans. The PACT Act will give the VA the resources it needs to staff up to accommodate an additional 3.5 million post-9-11 combat veterans who were exposed to burn pits during their military service. And the way they're going to do that is they're going to presume that if veterans have any one of 23 conditions, some of them rare cancers, the VA is going to presume that those were conditions that were sustained as a result of their military service. This is a personal issue for President Joe Biden. He believes that his late son, Beau Biden, the cancer that ultimately uh, was the result of his death, he believes that that cancer was contracted from him being exposed to burn pits. Biden, at a signing ceremony this week, he outlined what this means for VA. It means new facilities, improved care, more research and increased hiring and retention of healthcare workers treating veterans. This new law matters. It matters a lot. It matters a great deal because these conditions have already taken such a toll on so many veterans and their families. And again, that's President Joe Biden speaking at the White House this week during the signing ceremony for the PACT Act. Uh, and we're talking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Uh, so, Jory, that was a good summary of what this means for the department itself, what it means for veterans. What does it actually mean for the workforce at VA? Well, to provide health care for an additional three and a half million veterans, new veterans to the system, the VA is going to have to staff up to deal with that influx of patients. And what the bill does is it gives the VA additional tools in the toolbox here in terms of recruitment and retention bonuses for VA employees. It allows greater flexibility for merit awards and pay incentives for employees that have a high demand skill or a skill that is in shortage. There are actually quite a few of those skill shortages, and we'll talk about that in a moment here. But the critical skills pay incentive that's contained in the PACT Act that can exceed 25% of an employee's base pay. There's also some items here that are more in the recruitment side of things. It gives the VA up to $40 million a year for a number of years, up to a decade, to buy out the contracts of certain private sector healthcare professionals in exchange for a job at a rural VA facility where some of those skill shortages are the most acute. And it also includes some expedited hiring authority for new college graduates who want to enter competitive service jobs at the VA. And we heard from VA Secretary Dennis McDonough at this signing ceremony. He says the VA is ready to implement these provisions that are in the PACT Act. By signing the PACT Act into law, President Biden will empower VA to deliver the care that millions of toxic, exposed veterans need and the benefits that they and their loved ones deserve. And VA stands ready to implement PACT now. Jory, what is, uh, what's the status of the, the VA workforce right now? Well, like a lot of healthcare providers, the VA had a really tough 
couple of years with the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, you know, some a number of deaths as well as some shortages of people who, who just left and, and didn't come back. We just saw how telling these shortages were with a recent VAIG report. They found that there were more than 2,600 severe staffing shortages across 285 occupations within the Veterans Health Administration nationwide. Some of these are really eye-opening here. There's an 87% of facilities saying that there was a shortage for medical officers. 91% of facilities said there was a severe shortage for nurses. So this is something that the VA has been very much aware of. Congress passed the RAISE Act in March, a piece of legislation that set higher pay caps for certain VA nurses and physician assistants. And McDonough has said that that legislation alone raised pay for about 10,000 nurses, which is about one out of every nine nurses the VA employs. And Congress and the Veterans Affairs Committees certainly knew that this was going to create pressure on VA's sort of human capital enterprise to do a bunch of hiring to staff up to meet these new demands. Does, does the bill itself do anything in particular to, to help with that hiring process or anything else on the HR side? It does, yeah. A, a number of VA officials have spoken to both the House and Senate VA committees about a need to standardize HR operations across the VA. And the PACT Act does address some of this. It gives the VA 180 days to work with the Office of Personnel Management to establish standardized qualifications for human resources positions across the agency, and uh, it standardizes performance metrics for those HR positions. The agency under the PACT Act also has to provide at least annual training to its HR professionals in the VHA, and it gives the VA up to a year to brief the House and Senate VA committees on a plan of how they're going to recruit and retain HR employees specifically. And we saw this bill run into some sudden trouble toward the end of the process there, mostly around scoring and whether this should be mandatory or discretionary funding, I think. Were, were there really Was there really anything else controversial about it during the process that, that held things up or was a topic of debate? I think you really zeroed in on the problem here. There was some back and forth about what was going to be mandatory spending, what was going to be discretionary spending in this legislation. This is $280 billion over 10 years in new spending, but there was some concern from Senate Republicans led by Senator Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania about there being a shift from some discretionary spending, that being mandatory spending from here on out. And that was an issue that did not play out the first time the Senate passed the PACT Act. But somehow that became an issue in the second version of things. Um, there was a lot of public pressure about why the Senate would not pass it the second time around. And after this back and forth, the Senate did finally acquiesce and they uh, passed the bill in its current version. All right. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks very much for bringing us up to speed. Thanks, Jared. And you can find Jory's story on the PACT Act and its impact on VA at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, Confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 
Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.